This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Thanks, Mr. Alak Kohil, for tuning in today's show. Uh, it's really a pleasure to chat with you uh, to, so that we get your insights around banking. And, uh, and basically, uh, uh, we, our topics will be based on today's chat, on the CEO chat where you attended and you are the host. Uh, maybe as we start, how did you see the CEO chat today's session? How did you, did you like it? Uh, what's your opinion? Yes. Yes, I think it was a fantastic uh, discussion mm-hmm. and it was great to see Kenyans ask very, very relevant questions and very important questions on how they can uh, harness digital banking opportunities and beyond as well. So it was a lively session and indeed we look forward to having more of these sessions as an industry. Mm-hmm. Interesting. As we kick off, uh, maybe you can tell us a brief M Oriental Bank. Yeah, in the chat, you mentioned that the bank has been in existence for more than 20 years. Maybe you can give us a brief about M Oriental Bank, which sectors of the banking does the bank focus on and the services that you offer. Sure, absolutely. M Oriental uh, is, is a bank that's been in operation since 2002. Of course, we're a fully licensed commercial bank. And we have been operating in an SME space and we've been giving our product services primarily to SMEs. Over the past couple of years, we have proactively been working on a digital transformation for the bank and taking it forward by enhancing our digital proposition, by uh, bringing new and innovative uh, products to the market. Of course, everything is a journey. We had started this journey well before the um, uh, pandemic had come to us. And we are uh, well in our journey to offering the best of products to our clients. Um, In terms of products, we offer all everything to our clients from trade finance services to loans to personal accounts and, of course, treasury services as well. Thank you. Uh, I think today's topic was on how how do the banking industry customers harness uh, digital banking opportunities so that continue their business operations despite despite the disruption brought about by the pandemic. So I think you mentioned a bit of uh, some of the digital uh, uh, channels that in the chat you mentioned some of the digital channels that banks can banks and customers can can take advantage of. Uh, maybe. You can mention, you can give a highlight of some of the transformation initiatives that local banks have undertaken during the period, and basically based on CBK's report that more than 79% of local banks have adopted innovations around digital banking. Yes, exactly. In fact, uh, that was a very interesting report to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, 79% of banks um, adopted a new product, a digital product within 2020 itself, which is which is a great uh, demonstration of, you know, banks' agility, banks' willingness, and the, and the responsiveness which banks have towards meeting the client's needs. Last year was a tremendously uh, unique year in terms of what the pandemic brought for us. But by, by ensuring seamless uh, service to our clients, by continuing to innovate and bring these digital 
offerings to our clients. We believe we have helped uh, the economy and we believe we have helped our clients deliver their own uh, services. And this is something which is very, very important and we would like to continue on this track as well. Okay. Uh, during the chat, you mentioned that Kenyan banks have been at the forefront of digital transformation and uptake of products, and basically that was backed by the Central Bank's report. I think that could be the highest across the continent, even across the world. I think when it comes to innovation, uh, Kenyan banks have been at the forefront, and it's quite commendable. Uh, you spoke about uh, Pesalink, which is an innovation from the banking industry. Uh, Maybe you, you can mention a bit about what M Oriental Bank is currently doing to integrate Pesalink and how that's coming along and basically uh, maybe her banks adopting towards that. Thank you, Eric. That's a great question. So for us as M Oriental Bank, we're currently uh, testing this product for Pesalink. We have... Uh, 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 we're in the process of what they call beta testing, and we aim to very shortly release this for our clients. Mm -hmm. As an industry, uh, this is where banks got together and realized there's the need for quick transfers between uh, one client to another client, which is what PesaLink basically does. And uh, this, we believe, is a tremendous innovation. It's, it's, it's a very, very unique answer which banks have given to meet our clients' needs. Going forward, um, we would like to see the product and we will be seeing this product deepen its offering to clients and, and offer even more services. And this is something that um, we, we are very excited about and we believe our clients and uh, the industry is very excited about as well. Interesting. Uh, something that also came out from today's chat is that um, the USSD element of banking is more prominent compared to, say, things like uh, mobile apps or online banking. And uh, you gave a few insights about what what leads to that in terms of mobile penetration and uptake. Maybe give your ideas in terms of why is this so? Why is there a big why is it that most of our population use USSD as compared to mobile banking or mobile apps? That was, you know, thank you. This was a fantastic question, I must say. Um, many banks and, and, and the industry has a product offering which has mobile banking available either through an application or it is also available through USSD. Now, uh, the question was, why have a USSD application or why push it? Now, I would not say that banks are pushing the USSD application, but this offering has been done by, by the industry and, and, and many banks as a way for creating financial sector deepening. And by how, how will this come? You know, you'll ask me next. The mobile phone penetration in Kenya is tremendous. I believe we're well ahead of the curve. We have a mobile phone penetration of 90%. But the smartphone percentage of this is actually much, much lower. So what does that mean? That means that there's a huge percentage of the market uh, or Kenyans out there who have mobile phones but do not have smartphones. By not having a USSD uh, application, it would actually be denying these clients the ability to do their banking because they do not have a smartphone. But the USSD application, while not uh, bringing in the, all the bells and whistles of a smartphone uh, application, does give basic function, functionality and access to a bank account and digital transactions 
to such clients, which is which is excellent as the smartphone penetration takes up. In the meantime, all the clients with a basic phone without this capability are now able to access uh, digital banking, which, which is great in my view. Speaking of digital banking, I think a topic that we cannot ignore is on the dangers that come with digital banking. Things like cybersecurity risks, uh, phishing, uh, phishing, identity theft, keylogging, farming, among others. Maybe give an highlight of uh, what measures are in place to protect customers uh, from such risks. And basically, uh, a program that's been in place by Kenya Bankers is a program called Kachonjo, which I believe uh, Emodontal is part of. Maybe you can give a few, a few highlights in terms of what the banking industry as a whole uh, is doing to protect uh, customers' data from such cybersecurity risks. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, uh, the Kenyan banking industry and through KBA has believed that cybersecurity is, is, is definitely an emanating and ever-increasing risk, which is where the background of the Kartonjo campaign uh, came from. It is a view that prevention is always better than cure. So the Kartonjo campaign works to sensitize Kenyans at large about the cybersecurity risks out there. And it was you know, fantastic to get this question today because that means the campaign is working. People are aware about cybersecurity risks and they're asking more questions. That is one of the first steps that you have to be aware about the risks out there. Um, the campaign also aims to sensitize uh, everyone about the risks which extend beyond digital banking. And that is our aim, that these, these risks come with anywhere in a digital space. If it's your email addresses, your social media handles, um, identities, identity theft is a huge uh, cybersecurity risk today. So the banks have been proactive in, in, in uh, promoting the awareness, which is the first step. And secondly, banks have taken immense, immense protective measures against cybersecurity risks. Um, this, this, this comes to our internal uh, processes, our internal firewalls. I wouldn't get into the details of everything, but um, we have put in a lot of measures to ensure a safe as possible banking experience for our clients. But safe is two-way, and, and that is why together with educating our clients and banks taking the necessary steps, we will surely overcome this risk. But it, it, it takes both sides, which is what we hope to achieve. I think as we speak of digital banking, I think you being an executive of the banking industry and the financial services industry, there's a topic that I think we cannot ignore at this moment in time, which is the topic around digital currencies, blockchain, and the opportunities around that. And I think during the chat, that's something that came about. And the main question uh, which came was, there's increasing adoption across the world uh, of such new opportunities of digital currencies. But when you look at our local environment or most of the African uh, countries and most frontier markets, uh, in terms of regulatory challenges and policies, there is still isn't a proper regulatory framework for mainstream banks to adopt such, such uh, opportunities. Maybe give your views about what you think about digital currencies and and as they get more popular day by day, um, what's your position on digital currencies and how do you see this evolving in our local banking sector within the next few years or within uh, going forward? 
Thank you. This is, I was expecting uh, this question actually. Now, digital currencies is definitely a very, very hot topic. What I would suggest is digital currencies are also now getting to be understood. As the regulatory framework develops, because sometimes it's not necessary to be the first one in the in the game, as long as all the risks are understood, which I believe as soon as our regulatory frameworks are being developed around this and all the risks involved are covered, um, a, a very sensible approach and uh, guidelines come up to this, banks will definitely be quick to adopt this. But it requires that the right um, framework is come, uh, comes out, which protects the clients, it protects the banks, and it protects all shareholders, which is, the, which is the reason why I personally feel that we should not be in a rush to adopt this until the necessary safeguards are in place. So the current way we are approaching this is absolutely perfect, or the regulator has uh, approach this is fantastic. And what is more important to learn, in my view, from the digital currencies is the backbone of the technology, which is blockchain. The technology is already being used and deployed by banks internationally to come up with new, innovative and efficient product solutions to their clients. And that technology and its applications across the larger banking uh, uh, sphere is what is really, really exciting and what we should also keep on our uh, radar, I believe. Okay, uh, thanks for the insightful updates, Mr. Alak. I think that the our audience and even the general public will be very excited and they love the insights. As we close, maybe you can give your parting shot to the Kenyan Wall Street audience, to the, to the entire uh, banking industry uh, community and even how people can get access to, say, M Oriental Services, the website, yeah, something like that. Great, thank you. Uh, so our website is www.moriental.co.ke. Please feel free to visit our website or any one of our branches to know more about our services and product offerings, and uh, we will be more than happy to answer any questions. I uh, would love to thank you, Eric, personally, and the Kenyan Wall Street for this opportunity to talk about harnessing digital banking opportunities in Kenya. And I would just like to end with a parting shot that, uh, you know, our campaign of Ka Chonjo, I would love to reiterate that message to uh, your audience. And I would love to also reiterate the message of Komesha Corona. And together, uh, we have a bright future ahead. Let us keep engaging on such forums. Let us please keep asking the right questions. And uh, we look forward to engaging again with yourselves. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lark, for the opportunity. Uh, looking forward to engaging again. Thanks.